Travel and Love, Chapter 8 One Year Later, Part 1, India I was at a reunion at work when I received a conference call from Ruby. I am getting married, she said. She invited all of us to her wedding and I promised I'll be there. That night when I got home, I remember how her relationship with Brian began. I couldn't help to think about John and the amazing moments we have together, though I haven't seen him in a year. I went to my boss and asked him to give me two weeks off for vacations uh, so I could go to Ruby's wedding. He gave me three weeks because there was a conference he wanted me to attend to on Seoul. Ruby's wedding was in India. When I arrived at the airport at India, I realized how much I love traveling and how much I miss these escapes, I thought. Ruby was at the airport waiting for me. She told me all of her plans for the wedding and that everything was practically on set. She was going to have a traditional wedding, Indian traditional wedding that is, you know, the ones that last about a week. You guys have to help me pick a dress, she said. Where are the rest of the girls? I asked. Busy, she responded. Busy? Nah, they're just at the spa. Let's go. At the spa, we acted like we haven't seen each other in years, though we had a dinner party last month. But that's how it was always with us. After the spa, we went to Big Ruby's dress. We all had to wear Indian clothing, which was really cool. I almost forgot. Brian picked John as the best man, and I picked you as the maid of honor. Is that okay with you? She asked me. Yeah, I'm honored, I said. To be the maid of honor, or to see John again? Asked Mary. To be the maid of honor, I replied. Come on, aren't you a little bit excited that you're going to see him again? Said Jen. I bet you guys are still head over heels for each other, said Emma. Can we just stop? We are here for Ruby. She's the one who's getting married, I said, trying to change the subject. The truth is that I didn't have a clue how to act when I saw him again. I will see John after a year. It was stressful, but also interesting. Look, I finally decided to arrive, said Brian as he saw me at the hotel. Hey, I said, giving him a hug. John was nowhere to be seen. Do you tell her about John? Asked Brian to Ruby. Ruby nodded and said, Where is he right away? On his room. He's a busy man now, said Brian. Then Ruby took me to my room. It was very beautiful and Hindi, which I loved. I unpacked and dozed off, 
suddenly I hear a knock on my door. When I open it, it was Ruby, Brian, and John. Are you ready? Asked Ruby. Um, working on it? What time is it? I asked. 8 p.m. Answered Ruby. Crap, I fell, I fell asleep. I almost yelled. I'll be there in a minute. You guys go on. I continued. Your hair looks... Said Brian laughing. Oh, shut up. I said to him closing the door. When I looked in the mirror, my hair was a complete mess. Oh my god, Brian. Oh, what's right? John saw me like this. I was so embarrassed. I, I got ready in three minutes. And I made my way to the restaurant. Everyone was ordering by then. Hello, said John. Hi, I said back. I sat down and we started to talk about the wedding. Ruby said she wanted to get married in India because it was the one place she and Brian had not visited yet. After we ate, I decided to take a stroll through the hotel grounds. Can I join you? asked John. I looked at him and said nothing. Ruby and Brian went to meet their parents. As I walked with John behind me, I felt like he wanted to tell me something, kind of like the same feeling I had back in France that night. When I got near the pool, I sat down and placed my feet on the water. John sat next to me and said, How have you been? Good. You? I said. Good. He said. I have a new job and a new apartment. I said after a brief moment of silence. I have been in London. I took over my family's company. I even bought a house there. He said. Then silence. Married? Kids? He said after a while. And I wonder why he asked me that. No, and no. You? I said. Same. I have to say, you looked really cute with your hair all messed up earlier. He said laughing. Haha, <laughs> very funny. You did? Stop it. It was embarrassing. You haven't changed that much. Mm, I guess, but you have. You think? How so? He asked. For starters, you said you will never wear a suit again, and here you are. I said. I'm a businessman now, darling. He said, smiling. I love how he said, darling. Anything else? He continued. Just that. How long are you staying? He asked. Just three weeks, then I'm off to Seoul for work. I said. 
Look at you, all important and everything. I'm proud of you, he said. Thanks, you become really awesome too. I'm proud of you as well. You ended your nomad life. That's a step up, I said. Yeah, I owe that to you, so thanks. Anytime. After a short pause, he said, Loved your book, by the way. You read it? Yes. It felt very close to me. Your story. He said, Hmm. How so? I joked. The characters. Especially the male lead. He said in a joke mode. Really? And why? I mean, I don't know why you might feel that way. I said, still laughing. I'm glad that trip gave you inspiration for a book. I didn't know you were a writer, he observed. Well, actually, neither did I, though I always liked to write. I never thought that I could make a profession out of it. Sorry for not asking your permission to put you in the book. I just retold my experience and made a little changes to the story, characters, you know. It's okay. I like that I could leave that trip all over again. You've made a good impression of things. There were a couple of things you left out that I would have included, but it is okay, he said. I smiled and said nothing. So, how do you do it? He asked. Well, when I went back home, I worked about three weeks on my old job and I figured out I wasn't completely happy there, so I quit. I started writing and gave Emma the story for proofreading. She liked it and I sent the story to a couple of places, then out of nowhere, George, my new boss, um, liked it and I fixed the story and in just six months it was out. At first it was too good to be true, but then it came out good a lot of people liked it. In a month I was touring the states promoting it and the next month George made me into a partner and we were writing just about anything. The great part about the job is that I get to travel and work from wherever I want. So it is a win-win situation. I answered. So look. Who became a nomad? He said. It's just you, he continued. What about you? What made you choose to stay running your family's business? I asked. Well, I figured out that I owe it to them. They gave me so much, and since Nana wanted to rest, I decided to take over. She trained me, and I stayed behind. For a couple of weeks and she really did encourage me to take the job and 
she stayed behind my back looking over me to make sure that things were right. I'm still learning the trade, but I believe I can do it. Believe it or not, I'm kind of a natural at it. I like to have the responsibility of knowing that people are counting on me. You know, maybe it's awkward coming from me, but um, I like my job. That's very nice. You look good in a suit too, I said. I've... I have missed this. Talking to you, I mean. He said. Yeah, me too. I assured him. After that, I went to my room and fell asleep almost immediately. Oh, did I mention John's room was next to mine? You know, I'm beginning to think that Ruby planned this somehow. She did. The next morning, I went to with Ruby to pick her dress. Which one do you like? This one, this one, or that one? Ruby asked. We're not the ones getting married. Choose the one that you like. Which one calls to you? Said Jen. Well, the red and white one with gold details is gorgeous. There you have it, we all said. Going out of the store, I asked her, Did you have something to do with me and John being room neighbors? Me? <laughs> Never. Ruby! Okay, fine, I did. I know you like him and I was just helping, she said. Come on, I haven't seen him in a year. It's not like I missed him or anything. But I guess it was nice to see him again, I said. If you say so, she said with a mischievous look. After that, we went back to the hotel and more guests were arriving. Suddenly, someone takes my hand. When I'm about to hit that someone, Whoa, whoa, Miss Ninja, said John. John, what the hell? You scared me. I said, sorry, just trying to hold your attention. He said, yeah, how about calling me by my name? I said, I did, twice. He said, I didn't hear you, what is it? I said, what are you doing right now? He asked, um, going to my room. Great, that means you can come with me. Where? Tox fitting. You haven't got your tox fitted yet? I've been busy. Okay, let's go. I said and he smiled. We took a cap and went to the fitter. I thought all men were wearing traditional clothing, I remarked. No, just... Indian inspire, not full Indian. He said, I know, but Brian is wearing traditional clothing and you're his best man. So I figured you would too. 
I said, you know him, he wants the whole experience. Eccentric, isn't he? Said he. Yeah, a little, I said. Then a man approaches us and says, So, what can I do for you beautiful couple today? Asked the fitter. I came to get my tux fitted. Oh yes, yes, come this way, please. Said the fitter. We follow him into a dressing room. The young miss can wait here. And you sat through there. Mentioned, mentioned the fitter. I was in the waiting room of the dressing rooms and John went inside a room through a curtain. If you need something adjusted, just call me. I have another person to attend. I'll be right back, said the fitter, leaving the room. After a few minutes, John came out. I think it's fine, what do you think? He asked me. It looks good. But your tie is a mess, I said. I walked over to him. May I? I asked. Sure, he said. I fixed his tie. There you go, I said. When I was about to let him go, he put his hand on my back, embracing me closer to him. I was still holding his tie. April, he said in a low voice. The dog looks really good on you, friend. Your friend did a... Your girlfriend did a good job with the tie. Said the fitter with a little stutter. I pushed John a little and he let me go. Oh, I'm not his girlfriend, I said. That'll be all, thank you, said John to the fitter. We went out of the store and John took my hand and said, I was wondering if you'd like to go to the Taj Mahal with me tomorrow. I'd love to, I always wanted to go there, I said. Denise a date, said John. When he said it, I, I couldn't bring myself to say no. Maybe... Maybe because I was still hoping that it was a date. That afternoon, it was the rehearsal dinner. Uh, it went as planned. The wedding was going to be beautiful. The morning after I woke up, it was very early. And I met John at the lobby. When I arrived at the Taj Mahal, at the Taj Mahal it was filled with people from all over the world. I took in the amazing view for a while and then John said, you know, they say that if you bring the person you love here, you know the love is real. I think it is if you kiss that person, you'll know if the love is real. I corrected him. Are you suggesting we find out? He said. Very funny. It is a person you love, remember? I said, right, and it, it is a superstition, I mean, when you love someone, you just do, you don't have to go to any special place to discover 
if your love is real because every second with that person would be special he said yeah but still it is romantic he looked at me for a while and then at his surroundings when I looked around us there were a few couples kissing then he touched my face bringing it closer to his and then he kissed me when we pulled apart he was looking deep into my eyes smiled and said hard to try I smiled and said nothing then we headed back to the hotel when we arrived it was already night time and my friends were at the lobby April said Emma hugging me Look at her coming late with a handsome stranger, <laughs> joked Jen. It's no stranger, it's John. I said, hmm, said Jen. Nice to see you ladies, I have to go, but um, see you guys around, he said looking at me. So... Where have you been? Asked Mary. He was getting his socks fitted. I said, If you say so. But really, what's going on between you two? Asked Emma. Nothing, I replied. Come on. I know there is, even ever since that trip, said Ruby. I don't know, honestly, I liked him, but I started to say, no buts, go and tell him how you feel. I'm sure he feels the same way, said Jen. How do you know, I asked. How don't you know? Have you seen the way that he looks at you, said Mary. I thought about it for a few minutes. At the time, I realized... I was I was going towards him. I was in the hallway. I knocked on the door. No one opened. Then Brian walked by. Are you looking for John? He asked. Yes, I replied. He's down by the pool. Said Brian. Thanks. I said and made my way to the pool. There he was. I took a deep breath and walked over to him. John, I... I stopped. There was another woman with him. April, are you okay? He asked, coming over to me. Yes, I just, well, I, um, I mumbled. Meet Sally. We took some classes together in college, he said. Hi, nice to meet you, I said. Are you sure you're okay? John asked me. Yes, perfect. I just wanted to thank you for today. He said. No need to thank me. I had fun. He said. Are you sure that's all you wanted to say? He continued. Yes. Anyways, see you around. Big day tomorrow. I said walking away. I went back to my room. I felt bad for a while. 
but then I remember that I will be leaving tomorrow for Seoul and that I probably won't see him again. I fell asleep with that thought. The day of the wedding arrived. It was a beautiful ceremony and the party was awesome. I tried not to meet John as much as I could, but it didn't work for so long. But we wanted the main of honor and the best man to have danced together and there we were, dancing. I tried not to meet his eyes. Somehow I feared he could read into my soul. When we have time later, I th I'd like to talk to you about something. Meet me by the pool? Hmm? He whispered to me while dancing. I'll try, I said. When I was free of everything and everyone, I went to my room and packed. I made my way to a cab waiting for me. Next stop, Seoul. Arriving at the airport, I got a call from Ruby. You left already? You didn't even say goodbye, she said. I hate goodbyes. But I wish you guys all the best. I'll call you when I arrive at the US, okay? I said. Okay, but John is looking for you everywhere. Did you talk to him last night? I asked. She asked. I have to go now. Talk soon, bye, I said and hung up. At this moment, I didn't want to hear her talk about Jan. I just, I just wanted to concentrate on the press conference. <laughs>